Welcome to Love Your Heart, brought to you by Cleveland Clinic's Seidel and Arnold Miller Family Heart, Vascular, and Thoracic Institute. These podcasts will help you learn more about your heart, thoracic, and vascular systems, ways to stay healthy, and information about diseases and treatment options. Enjoy. Hi everyone, my name is Leslie Cho. I'm the Director of Women's Cardiovascular Center here at Cleveland Clinic, and it's uh, nice to see all of you um, through this podcast to talk about primary prevention for cardiovascular disease in women. This is the guideline or the statement that came out uh, in 2020. Um, it's, we're really excited about this guideline um, because it, the last time we had something like this was back in 2011. And this is very unique because it uh, focuses just on unique risk factors that pertain to women. And there's been so much new data regarding women um, and risk factors. I wanted to take this time to share some of that with you. So one of the great risk factors that are unique to women are pregnancy-related adverse events. So if you've had preeclampsia, which is high blood pressure during during pregnancy, or gestational diabetes, which is diabetes while you were pregnant, or if you had preterm labor, or your baby was particularly small interuterine growth retardation that increases your risk for having cardiovascular disease later on in life. And we didn't know much about that until very recently when many studies and many centers and across the world really have shown that if you have preeclampsia or gestational diabetes, it really does increase your risk of developing future heart disease. So if you had those things, how would you prevent yourself from getting heart disease later on in life? It's simple, but it's actually one of the hardest things to do, and that is is lifestyle and dietary modification. We really encourage you to follow up with your primary care physician to go over your risk factors, to get a cholesterol test, to get your blood pressure checked, and really be mindful about lowering your risk through diet and exercise. Now, some of you may need medications. It's hard to say. Most people don't, but it is a lifetime worth of um, risk factor modification because having those things, high blood pressure, diabetes, or whatever else in uh, adverse pregnancy event does put you at a greatly increased risk for developing heart disease later on in life. The other unique risk factor for women is autoimmune disease. And autoimmune disease are things like lupus or rheumatoid arthritis, but there are other autoimmune disease like Hashimoto's thyroiditis, and there there are other autoimmune disease out there. If you have autoimmune disease, the chance is you're a woman because 80% of women, people with autoimmune disease, 80% are women. And if you have autoimmune disease, your risk of having adverse heart disease event like heart attack or stroke, it increases by three to five fold. That's a huge increase. When patients with autoimmune disease come to the Cleveland Clinic, one of the things they get is a um, referral to preventive cardiology to um, control your risk factor for high blood pressure, for cholesterol and diabetes, and to treat people aggressively because the risk is so high for developing heart disease later on. The other sort of interesting thing about um, even traditional risk factors like high blood pressure, diabetes, high cholesterol, is that there are some special things about women. So for example, 
if you have high blood pressure and you're a woman, it's greatly affected by change in weight and by what you eat. So losing that extra five to 10 pounds really does make a tremendous difference if you're a woman and you wanna control your blood pressure um, or changing your diet. There are women who have osteoporosis or osteopenia, and for those ladies, um, it's really important that to select the right type of a blood pressure medicine, and the blood pressure medicine that might be best for them are these type of medicine called thiazide diuretics, which prevents further bone loss. And that's sort of an important, um, important uh, factor to consider when we're starting blood pressure medicine. Diabetes is a, a very, very important risk factor for women. It's more important in women um, because women who get diabetes tend to get it younger, which means they tend to develop heart disease at a younger age than the non-diabetic women. But if you do have diabetes, you have a much higher rate of having heart failure or having um, heart attack or stroke or dying early uh, compared to diabetic men. So it's really important um, that we control diabetic uh, risk factors as well, you know, control your blood sugars as well as control all the other risk factors. The great news, you know, I'm telling you about all these risk factors and it's kind of a downer, but really the great news about risk factors and heart disease is that it's controllable. You can really, really make a tremendous impact on whether you go on to have heart attack or not, or stroke or not, or heart failure or not by controlling your risk factor. So it's really important to talk to your doctor about controlling your risk. And then finally, um, things like high blood pressure, uh, I mean high cholesterol, that's really important to control. High cholesterol in and of itself, um, you know, a lot of times you hear that and you can control it with diet, but there are unique things about high cholesterol in women, um, about uh, women with genetic cholesterol um, issues and when to take them off cholesterol-lowering medicine if they want to have if they want to get pregnant, and, and those things are some things that you really need to talk to your doctor about. But the good news about high cholesterol is that, again, high cholesterol is treatable um, with diet and exercise, and if you can, then there is medicines. They work great for both men and women in terms of the benefit, lowering your risk for heart attack and stroke. It's true that some women do get more side effects, but these are all things that you can discuss with your doctor, and then you can try to find the right statin therapy for you. Um, and you know, this is where shared decision making really comes into play. It's really important to have same goals and to and to you know find out what might be the right type or right combination of therapy for you. And then lastly, um, hormone replacement therapy. I know you've heard a lot about that, but the news is pretty much the same. Hormone replacement therapy doesn't lower your risk for having heart disease. So no one should be taking hormone replacement therapy to lower their heart disease risk. If you take it because your postmenopausal symptoms are so severe, that's fine. But again, you have to be mindful about the risk, which is the risk of a clot in your venous system, in your veins. So the American cardiology and the and the American 
um, College of Obstetrics and Gynecology, they all recommend pretty much the same thing, which is if you must be treated because of your symptoms, that you'd be treated for the shortest amount of time and not for the prevention of heart disease. Thank you so much for joining me today on this podcast, and I look forward to seeing you again. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. We welcome your comments and feedback. Please contact us at heart at ccf.org. Like what you heard? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen at clevelandclinic.org slash loveyourheartpodcast. podcast.